Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and I am bringing you an instant review. So it is Tuesday, January 14th, and about a half hour ago, I just got out of the theater, having seen the film 1917, a Sam Mendes film uh, written and directed by him uh, about the First World War. So I'm going to give you really just my take on the film, but uh, I should say right up front, spoiler alert, there will be spoilers about this film. So... When the trailer for this film came out, uh, I was definitely very, very interested in seeing it. And uh, a few days ago, I released an episode about films that I want to see in 2020. And this is one of the first ones that I talked about. And I am really glad that I went to see it. Uh, I saw it at my local AMC. And uh, when I was purchasing tickets for it, I had two options. I could see it in a standard theater or I could see it in their IMAX Dolby Surround Sound Theater. Well, yeah, it's a few bucks more. But, uh, you know, I put down the extra money to see it in IMAX and Dolby surround sound. And let me tell you, I think it definitely enhanced the experience. Uh, this is a very immersive film uh, about a mission carried out during World War I. Uh, is this based on true life events? Well, at the end of the film, they do give credit to a former uh, Lance Sergeant, I believe, uh, in one of the Royal Regiments uh, during World War I for basically sharing stories. So... While this might not be maybe an exact true story, it's probably based on true events kind of cobbled together from stories that this uh, former soldier had shared with uh, the writers and producers of this film. So again, before we go any further, spoiler alert, I'm going to break it down for you real quick and just give my take on it. Okay, so... Really what it is, it, it, it is, uh, it's 1917, April of 1917 during the First World War. Uh, at this time, the Americans have not entered the war yet. I mean, this doesn't come up, but I'm just, you know, saying it as a point of reference. And pretty much, uh, you know, we see uh, a British, uh, part of the British line uh, in on the Western Front in northern France. Really what we understand is going to happen is, is the British are about to make a big push. Uh, one of the... One of the protagonists of the film, uh, a young man by the name of um, Tom Blake, Lance Corporal Tom Blake, uh, is kind of questioning, saying, you know, I thought we were going to have this big push and we were all going to be home by Christmas. You know, what's going on? Um, when the film opens up, and something that's very, very unique about this film, uh, it uses a lot of long shots, moving camera, tracking shots. You almost get the impression, you almost get the feel that this film was done in one take in in one continuous shot you know it's just the camera smoothly follows the protagonist throughout another unique thing about this film is as it's as it's kind of following our protagonists around while it's not a true you know first person you know point of view it does kind of actually give their reference. So if something is happening behind them, we don't see it really until they do. And this is, like I said, this is where the Dolby surround sound really came in because, you know, this, this Dolby surround sound is absolutely amazing. I mean, it's totally immersive sound. Uh, I was a little worried because when, um, when the trailers came up and they were kind of sort of introducing you to to this new Dolby, well, not new, but for me, you know, for this Dolby surround sound system and, you know, they're they're playing all these sound effects and everything. The theater actually is shaking and I was thinking, oh, God, I'm watching a World War One film. There's going to be explosions. You know, am I going to get a pounding headache from this? No. Once the film gets up and going, 
Yes, the sound is immersive. It is all around you. You really do get a feel of, you know, the, the atmosphere in this film, but it wasn't obnoxious. It wasn't done to the point that my chair was shaking constantly or anything like that. But like I said, the cinematography in this movie is, is absolutely incredible. It's just, you know, this, this, this steady cam, you know, moving camera following our protagonists around and really, what their frame of reference is, is our frame of reference. So again, if something is happening behind them, if something is happening off in the distance with, you know, this amazing Dolby surround sound, we might hear it, but we're not seeing it yet. So it's really, you know, that the tension in this film is really maintained by that. The score as well. I don't know who did the score for it. I was trying to look it up to see, you know, who scored this film because whoever Excuse me, whoever uh, wrote the score for this film did an amazing job. Uh, I know that this film is up for multiple Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. Uh, I hope Best Original Score is up there as well because the score... Pretty much like the cinematography really sets the tone for this. You know, you, you know when there's a tense moment coming up. You know when there's a quiet and tender moment coming up. Um, the, 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 the soundtrack, the cinematography really puts you, you know, into the shoes of our protagonist. And like I said, we see this Lance Corporal Tom Blake, uh, a sergeant or somebody comes up to him, wakes him up. Uh, they're all kind of taking a little bit of a nap here. It's a lull in the action along the front here. And he says, you know, grab grab a partner, come on down to the command tent. So he grabs a, a good friend of his who happens to be taking a nap right next to him, Lance Corporal uh, Will Schofield. So the two of them head on down there, and uh, they meet with a general um, played by Colin Firth, who's basically one of the first things he asks uh, Lance Corporal Blake is, you know, you have a brother in the in the Devonshire Regiment, don't you? And he says, you know, yeah, I do. His name is uh, his name is Joseph, I believe. Um, you know, yeah, his name is Joseph and he's kind of curious as to why. And he said, you know, well, his regiment, uh, you know, the Germans have pulled back. They've, they've abandoned their front line. They've pulled back. And, you know, the, the thought is, you know, by commanding officers is that we've got them on the run. We're going to make a big push and we're going to take them out. But, you know, again, World War One, the introduction of planes, they have aerial surveillance and, and aerial pictures that actually show that this is a tactical withdrawal by the Germans. They've, they've, they're not really on the run. They've been planning this and they've actually strategically fallen back to a new front line for them, which, you know, during, during World War One was known as the Hindenburg line. They're, they're basically counting on the British getting overconfident and rushing them. And, uh, you know, they're basically this Devonshire regiment is going to be walking to an ambush, you know, including, um, Lance Corporal Tom Blake's brother Joseph. So, what the general tells them, General Colin Firth, <laughs> what the general tells them is, is look, you know, as as the Germans really did their kind of their final retreat, their final pullout, uh, they cut all lines of communication between us and and the front there. So we have no way of warning them. They're doing this attack tomorrow. Here are my orders, you know, to suspend the attack. Head south of here, you know. He he basically the reason they pick. Um, the reason they, they, they pick uh, Lance Corporal Blake is because he's very good at orienteering. You know, he can read a map very well. And, you know, they said, you're best suited for this job. Uh, so really what we get from this point forward are these are these two British soldiers who are going to carry out this mission. They're basically going to cross no man's land. Uh, and, of course, you know, 
they don't have the benefit of the aerial surveillance that, you know, the commanders do, um, you know, they're really just taking their word for it that, you know, when they cross no man's land, they're not going to be gunned down because the Germans are still there. They're counting on the fact that the Germans have retreated. And really, like I said, what we get from here, it's a cinematography masterpiece. Uh, as our characters are moving around, they're moving through the trenches to get to, to the front so they can cross no man's land. Uh, you know, they're following the way the camera follows it. I mean, we really get their frame of reference. Um, when they're down there in the trenches and they are about to go over the top, as they would say, and cross no man's land, we don't get a view of it until they get a view of it. And like I said, you know, the, the moving camera, the tracking shots, the long shots, it's done absolutely well um they make their way across they do find the german front lines abandoned however the germans might have abandoned it but they do leave a few booby traps behind um as they're uh inspecting some barracks um a rat and you know rats were numerous in the trenches you know eating the dead eating scraps whatever sets off a tripwire which basically was designed to to set off massive explosions to basically collapse this entire bunker um schofield is buried blake finds him pulls him out and then pretty much proceeds to lead him because from all the dust and debris uh schofield is blinded temporarily blinded leaves him out uh of of this collapsing bunker really pretty much right before it caves in on itself uh the adventure continues with these two as they make their way you know really towards their goal of finding this devon sheer regiment and and preventing the attack along the way unfortunately uh you know lance corporal blake is killed in the line of duty um schofield you know has a is a great moment here uh you know as blake is lying there dying and you know kind of giving his last wishes and making Schofield promise that he's going to continue the mission. Schofield does. Um, he hooks up with another regiment uh, and, you know, we get it. You know, really a lot of nice cameos in this film. Like I said, Colin Firth as this uh, as this general. Um, when Schofield meets up with another regiment, um, Mark Strong plays a captain there that is, you know, while he's not the head of this regiment, uh, we see some very stuffy British lord who really honestly is more concerned about his car and getting his car through the muddy, muddy roads here than the fact that this young man is on a solo mission to, to basically stop two or three regiments from walking into a trap and being slaughtered. Um, Mark Strong, again, great actor, great cameo here. Uh, we, and really, you know, the rest of the film is Schofield's journey, you know, to complete, to complete this mission. Uh, you know, he's really basically, you know, a, a man without an army here. Uh, he's on his own. He's got to try to avoid German stragglers and, 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 you know, small platoons or fire teams. You know, I don't know what they called them back then that are left behind. Uh, he does find a, a French woman hiding out with a baby. Um, he speaks very little French. She speaks very little English, but we learn that this is not even her baby. She doesn't even know who the baby belongs to. She basically discovered the baby and is taking care of it. Um, Lance Corporal Schofield, uh, on a farm on his way up, found actually fresh milk, put it in a canteen. He does give it to her, a lot of his supplies. He continues along the way. And again, you know, chased down by soldiers, fleeing for his life. Eventually, he does make it to the front. He does find this Devonshire regiment. And pretty much, the attack is is commencing. 
And he basically has to run up to the command post uh, at one point, actually running out onto the battlefield with no weapon at all to basically put a stop at it. And again, another great cameo here, the colonel who's leading, you know, this attack, the one that he has to give these orders to to prevent the attack to is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Um I'm going to leave it right there. I really don't want to spoil the rest of the film. I think I've done a good enough job of that. Really just want to say that, I mean, I think this was a phenomenal film. I'm absolutely glad that, you know, it was nominated for Golden Globe. I believe it did win Golden Globe for Best Drama. Um, it's nominated for several Academy Awards, like I said, uh, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay. Uh, I don't know what else has been nominated. I haven't really had a chance to check it out. Um Probably haven't seen a lot of the films that are on that list, but I definitely saw this one, and uh, I would think it's a strong contender for for Best Picture. Uh, I highly suggest that you run out and check it out if you haven't already. Uh, great film. Should I give it a rating? Sure. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it five out of five stars. Uh, like I said, I think it was very well written. Uh, the acting in it is phenomenal from, you know, these two young men that play Schofield and Blake, uh, the actor that plays Blake. And I, again, do not have his name, uh, was Tommen on Game of Thrones in the later seasons when Tommen was older, not when he was a little boy, when Tommen was older and actually became king. Uh, he plays Blake Schofield. I didn't really recognize. Uh, I think he's probably more famous in Great Britain, uh, than over here, but, the score, the cinematography, you know, the way this film was filmed. I mean, I really got a film that I, I'm sorry. I really got a feeling that, you know, once, once the initial scene came up, it was pretty much Sam Mendes was just like roll camera. We're doing this in one take and pretty much followed his actors around giving that great frame of reference. The music really accenting the action and the drama and the danger of this mission. Yeah, five out of five stars. Guys, thanks for listening. Do me a favor, head on over to Instagram. Stuff You Don't Need to Know podcast is there. I post pictures about the stuff that I talk about. Maybe every once in a while I will throw up a poll. Like I said, uh, you know, 2020, I gave a list of the films that I wanted to see. This was first on the list. Uh, I did see it. I did give my review. Next up should be in about two weeks, The Gentleman. So I will most definitely, once I am done seeing that, uh, Probably, you know, within an hour of seeing it, I will be recording a a very quick episode about it and hope you guys enjoy that. This is Jay and I'll talk to you guys later.